0: Modern Alchemy, H. Spencer Lewis, F.R.C. The following article is an excerpt from an article originally published in the Rosicrucian Digest in February 1933, entitled, Modern Alchemy, The Dreams of the Ancient Mystics Are Being Realized Today. One of the great leaders in the alchemical movement throughout Europe and perhaps the foremost alchemist in the world today, is Monsieur Jolivet Caselot of Paris. He is not only an eminent scientist who has devoted most of his life to the study of transmutation and synthetic chemistry. He is also director of the Société Alchimique France and editor of a quarterly magazine called La Rose Croix, which bears the Rosicrucian emblem. He is also an honorary member of the Rosicrucian Order in America, AMORC. Some years ago, we published a photograph of Frater Jolivet Caselot in his laboratory in our triangle monthly, and we have continuous reports from members of his association regarding their joint and individual achievements. Their monthly publication is filled with interesting items from their laboratories and quotations from other newspapers and scientific magazines regarding the art and science of alchemy and transmutation. One would think that after having accomplished the feat on numerous occasions of producing small amounts of absolutely pure gold, the quest for the process and the search for the principles would be brought to an end. But here I remind the reader that the real quest is not for the purpose of making gold, nor is the search intended to reveal a more simple manner of producing gold, the whole idea of the alchemist's studies and experiments is to observe nature's laws at work and to find more simple ways of demonstrating them. In the process of transmutation, and in the study of alchemy generally, more of the fundamental principles of the universe are revealed than in any other laboratory experiments that might be conducted. And this is what makes the whole subject so fascinating and so fraught with new and surprising conditions, situations, and revelations. It was in 1894 that Frater Jolivet Casselot published his first book, Dealing with the Great Studies of His Life in Alchemy and Transmutation, after having been a student of the Rosicrucian and Mystical Principles, which revealed the work and secret process used by the early mystics and alchemists. In 1904, Frater Jolivet-Casselot published other important instructions regarding the science of alchemy. Since then, his writings have been read before the most learned scientific societies throughout the world and quoted in many popular books and treatises dealing with scientific subjects. In 1896, Frater Jolivet-Casselot and others founded the Alchemical Society of France and it has many active and honorary members with constantly increasing interest in the subject. The articles appearing in their own magazine representing their discoveries and findings are quoted in many of the newspapers and magazines of the world, showing a widespread interest in the subject of alchemy and transmutation. Occasionally, those who seek to criticize the Rosicrucians as being impractical people because of their advanced ideas and progressive programs point to the fact that the ancient Rosicrucians were interested in alchemy and in the search for artificial gold. They think that this search constitutes evidence that the Rosicrucians were dreamers instead of practical men and women. Such persons do not realize that the parent of modern chemistry was alchemy and that although the child in the form of modern chemistry has grown to be a great and universally recognized science, the parent has not passed out of existence or out of the universal picture, for alchemy was limited to certain lines of research, and those fields of research have not yet been exhausted, even by the most modern achievements of science. As stated before, the Rosicrucians and mystics who performed so many experiments in their laboratories were seeking, through the material laws of the universe, to discover universal principles, which had their action and reaction in the spiritual world, as well as in the material world. They believed that just as the difference between gross metal and pure gold was a difference in character, constituted by the various rates of vibrations and by the presence of impure or unevolved elements, so the differences in human character were the result of impure and inharmonious elements which might be transmuted and changed into the pureness of spiritual life here on earth. Much is said these days about the vibrations and their effect upon our health and our lives generally, and we are coming to learn that all of life consists of vibrations which affect us and, in fact, compose everything of which we have any sense or understanding. It was in the laboratories of the alchemists and mystics that the law of vibrations was first discovered and proved to be an actual fact. And while these mystics sought for an elixir of life which would prevent disease, old age, and so-called death, and change gross material into pure gold, they found laws and principles which would enable people to cure disease and to overcome many of the obstacles to old age. They also found ways and means of producing many of the modern metals such as bronze and various alloys, which have been extremely valuable to industry and commercial interests. So we have these ancients to thank for many modern achievements, which they turned over to humankind as worldly benefits, while they still continue their searches and their inquiries. Dreamers they may have been, and dreamers many of them may still be, but they are the sort of dreamers who test their dreams in the crucible of materialism, as well as the crucible of spirituality. And they seek to turn their dreams into practical account and to practical application. And from their efforts, we have derived so many benefits that it does not behoove anyone to criticize the mystics and their dreaming.